Cricket Love Stories with me, Neil Kagram. Today, we're joined by Sneha Pradhan. How's things going out in India? Going good. Uh, probably not as well as we would hope, but uh, sport is slowly starting to come back. Uh, we're able to get out uh, and get some fresh air. Uh, playgrounds are opening up again, so that's good news. No, that's good to hear. Um, so you are a former Indian women's cricket international. You're also a cricket coach and YouTube sensation as well. But before we kind of get into that, should we just talk a little bit about your journey, how it all started? You were born in Pune. Talk us through how you got into the sport. Uh, well, I'm pretty lucky and I think this is a big factor, especially in a country like India, that I had uh, parents who 100% supported the fact that I was interested in something as offbeat as cricket. As a kid, I just played all sports, but cricket was special. And um, I mean, my parents never held me back. And one of my beliefs um, is that if you don't have a family like that who supports you, you probably, as a girl in India, won't get onto the field. So I was lucky in that regard. Um, I mean, I come from an open-minded, progressive family, and they just backed the interest that I have. So at the age of uh, 16, I was already playing for my state senior side, um, worked my way up through the cricketing pathway um, after a point where uh, I had finished my graduation and was considering whether to continue playing cricket at all. Because at that time, this is pre-BCCI when Women's Cricket Association of India ran the game. No money whatsoever uh, to play domestic cricket. So I thought, how long can I keep subsisting off, you know, my parents basically paying for my game. Uh, luckily, at that time, I got a sports quota job with Western Railway, which allowed me to play cricket semi-professionally. So work in the office half day, uh, get the rest of the day off and get time off for tournaments. Uh, so I became a semi-pro, moved to Mumbai for that. And uh, yeah, one year later, I uh, got uh, selected for the Indian team, was able to fulfill a lifelong dream that I had of um, sharing the new ball for India with Julan Goswami. And that was the inspiration, which I just saw her on TV the first time she played for India. And I thought, I, I want to do this. I want to open the bowling with her. Talk us through the the women's game at the grassroots level in India, when you actually were coming through and also the, to the present day currently, are there opportunities? You talk about mindset there in terms of other people. Are they more open for women and young girls getting into the game and going through to the highest level? Things have changed massively since 2017, the World Cup, of course, which was in England, uh, India coming so close uh, in their final against the hosts. But going back, rewinding to the start of my career, I have a good vantage point because I started when women's cricket wasn't run by the BCCI, so not professional at all. We were playing on terrible surfaces, grounds without a single blade of grass. We were traveling across the country, often unreserved. So terrible conditions for travel and sometimes stay. Uh, cut to 2006, where the BCCI takes over the running of women's cricket and a lot of things improve. A few things go back in terms of women's cricket just being the sole focus rather than uh, now under the BCCI maybe being uh, secondary. Uh, but since then, things have changed because now domestic state players are paid to play. They do receive uh, small amounts, not uh, huge amounts, but they do receive uh, some kind of monetary fees, which I know uh, hasn't happened for domestic county cricket for women in England yet. Um, there's also uh, development in terms of uh, 
the visibility like i said 2017 the women's team got to that final and suddenly an entire nation woke up to the fact that there is women's cricket in india and it is an exciting spectacle and since then things have absolutely changed it's just been an upward graph Uh, India reaching the finals of two of the last three world events, uh, the final of the T20 World Cup this March as well. So at the grassroots, there are still a number of difficulties. The mindset that you were talking about is still whether you know girls have a future playing cricket, but the visibility provided by the success of the Indian team is changing things on the grassroots level. There are more girls coming into academies now. And who was your hero growing up? Who did you look up to? Uh, I gave that one away already. Julan Goswami. She she was. Uh, I was very lucky that uh, I got to share not just uh, the new ball with her. Uh, I played under her captaincy. Um, again, it's probably that visibility thing. The fact that that first series she played was on TV, and I saw her. You know, tall, just as tall as me, or just an inch taller than me. and uh, knocking down the stumps of the english players and i thought this is who i want to be and i could see a very clear role model of someone who looks like me and that's why i always connected with her and her personality as well i mean i gotten to know her over the years and the fact that she is this she is the kind of person who instinctively puts an arm around your shoulder and tries to bring out the best in you uh, she's very spur of the moment as well so she will tell you what she thinks but you know that she's got Uh, your best interests and uh, she's a thorough team player she is just the kind of role model that you want and i've been very lucky uh, to get to know her personally as well yeah so 2005 you're capped under 21 level 2008 full india debut overall in your career i think it was like six one days and four t20s what was the one game that actually stood out for you in your mind as the best Ah uh, it's I'm probably going to pick a domestic game because uh, this is a domestic game where me I'm playing for my state of Maharashtra against the national champions and this is the team that wins year in year out the Indian Railways in a T20 game where we come back from a position where it looks like we're out we tie the game uh, the mandana uh, we played for the same team so she goes out to bat and puts up a, a good start in the super over and then i come out and close out the super over uh, bowling to the likes of harmanpreet kaur mithali raj that was one of my career highlights i mean uh, the fact that a beating railways is is probably akin to um, a team like uh, the west indies right now in women's cricket beating australia Uh, they've just been so dominant railways on the domestic circuit because they are the only company that provides jobs for women's cricketers so all the talent goes there and then for our team to come and beat them in that dramatic fashion that is probably the moment that stands out for me in my career and then in terms of coping with slight adversity i know there's a little stuff about your action in 2011 talk us through it um in terms of your mental strength and character obviously you came through it your action was then cleared but talk through that incident and 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 how that Im- that impacted your career yeah it probably had a big impact on uh, my international career i didn't play internationals after that um, because the timing was such that a few of the pace bowlers of the previous generation were just going out so i had that opportunity fortunately it was that time where i was just a little between coaches and uh, didn't have the right guidance and didn't have the right uh, know how even um, technically mentally 
uh, and therefore that showed up in uh, the suspect action um, incident where after uh, analysis they said that is probably an average of 2 degrees over the limit so uh, these are the fine margins that uh, somehow uh, affect our lives but i was very proud of the fact that coming back from that it was something uh, that took a long time i challenged myself to do it within 6 months and 6 months later uh, i was able to make the corrections get cleared uh, make the corrections in terms of my training in terms of my physical fitness as well i was very proud that the next few years of my career especially at the domestic level uh, were pretty successful they were the fittest that i had ever been and uh, to come back from that and get uh into the indian setup i didn't make it back into the indian team but i was in and around the india a setup playing for presidents 11 against touring sides consistently and uh, that is something i'm pretty proud of and then post playing in terms of your coaching is that something you just um always had an ambition to get into talk us through the next steps that you took in your career it's funny that initially i didn't want to get into coaching because um, i thought let me do something different uh, probably also something that's necessary in terms of where the women's game was and uh, i had been writing a few blogs uh, on my own blog while i was playing that blog was then liked by a cricket website which picked it up and uh, they said why don't you write a few blogs for us so while i was playing i was writing a few blogs for them on and off so when i decided to step back pretty early uh, retired at the age of 28 because i had to give time for a second career that's the thing with uh, non or semi professional sport is that you're always going to have to take that call at some point as to what you want to do for the rest of the life rest of your life and how much time you uh, need to give to that and uh, then i reached out to a few media outlets with the intention to increase the coverage that women's cricket was getting remember this is pre 2017 so uh, writing about women's cricket wasn't sexy it wasn't normal it wasn't uh, something that a lot of mainstream outlets were doing and i wanted to use my profile as an india cricketer to change that and uh, since then it uh, evolved i started uh, sharing coaching tips on youtube thinking you know if i go to an academy i'll probably be able to teach 30 kids but if i'm on youtube i might be able to reach 30000 um that has then progressed to the stage where uh, youtube has developed very strongly and i've now launched an online cricket academy where i work with kids all across the country i mean there are kids in corners of uh, india and places that i've never even heard of who are now able to get guidance from me Uh, online through video calls because of this uh, internet revolution that's allowed uh, us to do this and this is something that started up in the last 6 months in the lockdowns uh, when i thought how can i reach uh, places where i haven't been how can i take those geographical barriers out of coaching so it's been the roundabout way to coaching and a very unconventional way to coaching but yeah that's how it's gone Yeah, you are you mentioned your YouTube channel there. It is amazing. I'll obviously put the link in the description below. So currently I think it's over 230,000 subs and ever growing. So guys, whoever's watching this, please do check it out. So Sneha, just to end on if you has one tip that you have to give a youngster growing up wanting to get in the game and came to you and said, what would it be? What would, what would that golden golden piece of advice be that you'd give? I would say that don't change your natural style. I mean we have too many talents lost out 
to the country because some coach at some point of their career asked them to change something in their action uh, no matter how well intentioned or their technique um, and then it just doesn't feel right because it's not who you are or uh, the natural style that you have i mean if uh we had those kind of uh, coaching given to the likes of for example jaspreet bumrah just imagine what a loss that would be for indian cricket just because he looks different from everyone else um and the second thing especially for indian uh, listeners is that uh, cricket isn't everything because the nature is just that there are so many people playing the game it's so competitive especially in men's cricket that you may not reach where you are so cricket isn't everything but you can stay connected to the game make a career out of it in other ways as umpiring scoring uh, working in the media so even if your dreams don't work out stay in the game but uh, just remember that cricket isn't everything amazing great piece of advice you just gave there and and I'm really great to just learn a bit more about your career so thank you very much pleasure being here the neo kagram cricket last stories neha pradhan thank you